Welcome to the Be Inspired to Be podcast, now in the fifth series. I'm absolutely delighted to be partnering with the Northern Ireland Chest, Heart and Stroke organisation in relation to their Work Well, Live Well campaign, which is funded by the Public Health Agency. Today I am joined by a fabulous, fabulous lady and her name is Pamela Kirkpatrick. And Pamela is the clinical manager and co-founder of UHub Therapy Centre. UHub opened in May 2016 by Pamela and her partner, Cara Swanston. It has grown to over 100 therapists working across Ards, North Down and East Belfast. Pamela has worked in the mental health sector as a counsellor and coach for 20 years and she is passionate about people getting the right services at the right time. Pamela has also been involved in setting up Find Help NI, an online signposting hub with a live directory of services, self-help resources, inspirational blogs and the tools to support all users. Pamela is a health champion within the free Work Well, Live Well programme delivered by the local charity Northern Ireland Chest, Heart and Stroke and funded by the Public Health Agency. And I really look forward to hearing more about Pamela's inspiring story. Pamela, you are so welcome to the Be Inspired to Be podcast. Oh, so I'm like blushing here. Um, thank you. <laughs> is that me you were talking about? <laughs> That's what it feels yes. like. <laughs> yes, it is indeed. And we can't wait to hear more. So Pamela, um, let's start. And uh, you've worked for 20 years within the mental health sector. So tell me of your motivation to work within this sector and indeed the journey that you have been on. It's a kind of crazy journey. Um, I suppose growing up, um, I experienced some pretty tough things um, and there was always somebody in my life that was inspirational or supportive. But um, I ended up working in a career that I loved and I've made brilliant friends, but I actually worked in a bookmaker's um and whilst I was there I was like I love this but this isn't what I was meant to be um so I trained whilst I was working there um got my qualifications um started volunteering different services uh then got employment especially working with children young people that was my thing um I suppose it was to be that person that I'd had in my life uh so I worked for a community and voluntary organisation um, in Belfast and whilst I was there uh, an accountant actually come to work in the service and she then trained to become a counsellor and that is Cara who I set you up. So we were working in the organisation together, she was the finance manager, the accountant, she sat on the desk in front of me, I was in charge of the children and young people's project and we were just actually shocked at how people weren't people and treated as people but they were numbers and figures and one day it was just like I think we could do this better and within a week we had signed for UHUB our first premises and we were strangers to each other and I'm actually going to be her matron of honour in a couple of months now so (laughs) we started out as strangers and business partners just with this dream that people would be treated as people and individuals and they weren't numbers and it wasn't um, just stats for funding applications and to make sure they were getting the right service at the right time and timely so our ethos at UHUB was always that everybody must be in through the doors within three weeks when they need the service so when I say in through the doors in three weeks that's 
they're putting the referral in, somebody's ringing them to find out more information about the referral and then they're rang within a couple of days to get a date. So that's, it's not like three weeks and we'll ring you, it's three weeks and you're actually in service. Wow. And we have stuck to that the whole time. And we're an organisation with no core funding, we've no core funding from the trust, so we work really hard to make sure that everybody can access services um, by doing different and diverse things in the organisation and Find Help NI is one of those things, so it kind of supports you hub. So it does. So it is profit seeking, but invests all the money back into you hub so we can keep our doors open. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Very innovative. It is. And yeah, we've won some awards for that. Really? Well, tell us about them. <laughs> um, well, we've won Social Enterprise of the Year. Um, we've won Digital DNA Tech for Good Award. Um, oh my goodness. We've won an award from Chest, Heart and Stroke. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've won other little awards along the way. And I just can't remember them all now. But yeah, we, we don't go seeking them. Um, we don't go applying for them. It's just ones that kind of come our direction because yeah. we're too busy working. Yeah. And how does that make you feel to have, you know, to have those awards and support of the amazing work that you do, Pamela? It's surprising sometimes. We keep them all along the wall. But when I say the wall, they're like on a picture reel, all propped up. And sometimes we just look at them and go... Actually, one of the biggest awards was um, through National Lottery People's Project. So um, we had done an awards for all project for National Lottery, working with children, young people with ASD. And I don't know who put us in the mix for this award, but we got a phone call to say, "Um, you're going to be in People's Projects and there's like 3,000 entries and they narrow it down to five. It's actually live at the moment with five people. Um, and then they come out and they film you what you do and like you go on UTV and then people vote for you. And we won that. So that was £50,000 of funding to make this project bigger. So we were able to go all over our peninsula and support young people with ASD. It is the most worthwhile thing, honestly. We just love it. Um, and those kids that we were supporting them still use our service, but in a much more laid back, relaxed way. And we see them go into employment and all now, so it's very cool. Wow, and I can see the passion yeah. in, in your face <laughs> as you talk to me. So, you know, tell us, what does a typical day look like for you? And, you know, obviously the, the overarching theme here is is looking after our, our own well-being. So how do you prioritise your own well-being in the mix um, of being so busy within the organisation? Um, I suppose... I think counsellors, I think we're all really bad at it. Um, (laughs) But I have got better, believe it or not. I think COVID really changed me in looking after myself. And we've had a house move. So I now live in the middle of a forest and I walk every day. I love yoga. Like, I just love it. Um, I don't care if it's not dropping the pounds off me or whatever. I feel amazing after it. And yeah, it's very good. You can bend all shapes it's wonderful <laughs> it's actually quite hard it is it is and yeah. I go in and like sometimes I go into the room and there's ladies there in their 80s and they're doing stuff that I'm like oh my gosh like I wish I could do but um no it's brilliant so yoga walking the dogs and actually just being true to myself and like this is me you know I I am was not looking forward to doing this today this is a challenge um, I step back from things. I say no now to certain things, which I think is massive, you know, things that I don't want to do. But I'm so, so lucky because Cara and I are like one really good human. 
um, <laughs> we both have different skills and it just works really well together. Um, I can't imagine running the organisation without her and I think she feels pretty much the same. We just have different skills and it just works. Yeah. Um, so Cara normally does all this, but I thought I would man up today <laughs> and do it and I'm here and it's not bad. No, it's fine, isn't it? Yeah, it's fine. So <laughs> but isn't that lovely, that synergy then that you and Cara have, that you know you bring different qualities and they come together, you collaborate together and you, you work together and work very effectively together because you're bringing you know, all of those skills into the, the one organisation. It's fantastic, Pamela. Um, you've joined the Work Well, Live Well programme by Northern Ireland Chest Heart and Stroke back in 2021. So tell me a little bit more about the programme, how you got involved and how the initiative has supported you and your business. Well, at the start, I think it was an email um, and I responded to it. I responded to it because... We were just growing as an organisation. I think um, pre-COVID, there was five of us. Um, and there was a few volunteers. There was no more than 10 of us in the organisation. So there was five of us there, kind of full-time. And then a few volunteers. And this came along, um, just COVID kind of catapulted us into a bigger organisation. And it was either go with this or stay as we were. And we really needed to go with it if we wanted to keep the organisation vibrant and growing and getting to do all the things that we felt it needed to do um, and the biggest part of it is supporting the counsellors you know we don't sell a product you know it's a service and our counsellors are the ones that deliver it so we look after them like we like I love them every single one of them I Aww. mentor them that's my role and like they're amazing so this project came up and it was about looking after your workforce so it just fitted and it come at such a great time. It come at a time when, when we started to advertise for staff as well. So we were putting all these wee things in place. Um, like we have a wee tub in the kitchen with money. So if people want to say they're making something on a Sunday to do the family for the week, if they want to be, take a, make a bit more, bring it in, they take some money from that and they can do that. We put fruit bowl in the kitchen. We've got a cupboard in the kitchen full of like spices and dried products so we can always make stuff we've got slow cookers and we've got it's an actual kitchen it's a house our place is a house so there's a kitchen so now through the week in our place there is at least three days where there's cooked food in our kitchen so people can come in and have whatever they like um we're always making food and we invited people to let their family share the space so for those people it, that kids were finishing school so they're finishing at half three but they've got clients from three the kids come down into the kitchen they eat there's always snacks there for them and bring your pets in so there's always a dog or a bird <laughs> no cats yeah we hear the cat oh. stories nobody's brought a cat yeah but um yeah there's been african guys flying around the sitting room i've got a conure that comes in all the time so he's a wee small parrot um i have my dogs in um we Molly is in regularly, so that is our tech girls, we dog, and she would be in. Um, and we go walks together. So I'm not saying we'll have a walking club because we haven't named it, but I would say at least once or twice a month we're out walks. So we do like the coastal path. We walk around the forest where I live and we're considering doing like walking up some mountain. I can't remember which one it is. Crib, is it? Okay. And this is all your, your staff, your team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's actually, a community, it's a family really by the sounds of yeah. it. It just sounds this wonderful, um, inclusive, large working family. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, like my partner 
um, they come to walk where we live. So we live in the middle of a forest, but there's good walk around it. It's about six kilometres. And it was over Easter and everybody come, brought their kids, we've done an Easter egg hunt. And he was like, uh, I, like I've never met nicer people. Like, is this who you work with? Are these really your staff? And I was like, yeah, but it's not like staff, you know. Yeah. And Karen and I don't like to be known as bosses or managers. Yeah. We're just like co-workers and that's how we live. And people bring in different ideas to do different things. Like we've gone paddle boarding together. So it's random. It's very good. Okay. I'm, I'm not very good at getting back on the board. I was going to say, did anybody push you off? Yeah, I got pushed <laughs> off. And it's like trying to get myself back on as next to impossible when you're out in the water. But... Yeah, we just we we've just from that f- program done random things and they've stuck. Brilliant. So, so do you think that actually that support from the program has maybe brought you all a little bit? You sound already very close, but do you think it's maybe brought you all a little bit closer together? Yeah, but I think it, what it's done, it's really stu- this is just part of us now. Do you know it's never going to change? This is just how we run as an organisation. Fantastic. You it's know, in your DNA now. Yeah, it is. In your work DNA. And our staff are so happy. Like, I would be so happy for anybody to go in and interview them because they are happy. Amazing. Yeah. And I can even just sense that from how you talk. And, you know, I can nearly picture the whole atmosphere. And, you know, I suppose I love the piece where you're saying that you don't like to be considered as a boss. But that's pure, authentic leadership. Um, Pamela, where you're part of the team. Um, and it just sounds like an amazing work culture that you've created. Oh, it's just so lovely. And I think it's it's not us that's created it. We've all created it. But I think the program really give us like a template to create it. Brilliant. And like I say, just at the right time. Excellent. Excellent. So we've already sort of touched on this, but you're so passionate um, about people getting the right services at the right time in terms of mental health. And I think that's yeah. so, so important. How do you actually achieve that and how do you see that being achieved going forward? I think that's where the website has kind of come into play because I don't think people really know what's on their doorstep. Um, I don't know if you've seen the Trust A to Z card so it's just like, and you open it up and could you imagine if you were looking for support and somebody handed you that? It's just so overwhelming. Fast. Yeah, it's overwhelming and there's no information. There's a name and a telephone number and a tiny little bit about what they do. So we created Find Help NI um, and if you go on, it'll tell you so much more about what they do. Um, our hope is that there's going to be a walkthrough for every service. So you go on, you'll find some of the services now where we've gone down and videoed what it's like to actually go there. The names of the people you need to contact and a live actual programme of what's happening. So there's nothing worse than being told, oh, this programme's happening there at this time. And you go and well, that finished last year. Okay. So the idea with the website was that people could really see what's going on in the community and access it much faster because if you go to your GP, you've got to wait for your appointment. So let's say two weeks and then your GP is going to write a referral. So let's say three months and then that referral goes to somebody and they have to contact you. So there's another two weeks. So you can be months into a process and things have changed things okay. have escalated or it's just not there for you anymore before somebody's getting in touch with you. So the idea is to kind of reduce the pressure and statutory services and let people have the information to access the support in the community and voluntary sector, which is amazing. Like we have an absolutely amazing, vibrant community and voluntary sector with so many services. So if people can see what's on their doorstep and access it, then those services will continue to be funded as well. 
um, yeah. and people will be able to access the support they need at the right time and also not be told what you need. Like, I don't know how many referrals that we would have got working in other organisations and people were like, I don't need counselling. So they'd waited months to get the service that wasn't for them. Okay. So imagine going on and being able to go, well, actually, you know, there's a programme and that's for me and the kids, that's what I need you know and access it much faster so so would you classify it maybe as a, as a little bit more self-management in terms of actually going onto your portal find out all the information and then deciding actually right here right now this actually what I think might help me and benefit me yeah yeah because okay. I think that's where change happens when you want it for yourself and it fits you it okay it doesn't always work whenever you're sent somewhere that isn't for you This episode has been supported by Northern Ireland Chest, Heart and Stroke. Northern Ireland Chest, Heart and Stroke's vision is a healthy Northern Ireland free from chest, heart and stroke illnesses. Established in 1946, they work with people of all ages, delivering vital care and prevention services, supporting groundbreaking research and campaigning for change. Work well, live well, a free workplace health and well-being support programme delivered by Northern Ireland Chest, Heart and Stroke and is funded by the Public Health Agency and it aims to help local workplaces to improve the health and well-being of their employees. As part of the programme, workplaces receive a staff health and well-being survey, they develop a three-year well-being action plan for their team as well as accessing free training, webinars resources and networking opportunities. To register your workplace or to find out more, visit www.nichs.org.uk forward slash work well, live well. And in terms of, you know, feedback, um, what's the feedback been on, on the website? Well, the website is about to get relaunched, okay. so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But the feedback so far in the community and voluntary industry has been amazing. And then we've met with like PSNI, um, we've met with loads of trust people, we've met with loads of GPs. Like we have consulted and consulted and consulted so that we're not w- wasting time or money. Um, and there is a, a need for this. Um, and it is being used. And our service users, like we get people like, messaging you know where can I get help and we have community connector that is connected to the website okay and she can actually like handhold you into the service so she can phone up and say listen we've got somebody's contacted us um is this running um who would they meet so she can actually set it all up go back to the person that's contacted us and say okay I've spoke to Joe from the men's shed in Hollywood and he says he'll meet you there on Wednesday to te- at 10 o'clock does that suit you and you can meet him and he'll show you all that they're doing so there's actually somebody to kind of hold your hand as well but um, we've had amazing feedback but I think when we relaunch the new website it's much more it's so much faster there's so much more content on it so even like reading through to support somebody else you know just like kind of self-help tools and we want to get more like things like inspirational blogs and all podcasts (laughs) you know um we want to get that on there and the biggest feedback we got from the old website was they want the northern ireland voice so 
it really does have a Northern Ireland voice this time. Yeah. And we've partnered with a lot of big organisations as well, like Nexus and Relate and Rainbow Project and everything, so that they have read over all the content and make sure that it's right and it's appropriate. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about the launch. Fantastic. And I think it's just getting the message out there that this is available and it's on time yeah. um, in terms of you know point in time whenever you need it it's accessible it's there um, and lots and lots of information available to support people who, who need it you know um, so I think it's absolutely brilliant and really look forward to, to the launch the yeah. relaunch of it um, I suppose back on a personal level Pamela you know you talked about inspiration um, and you're so passionate about everything that you do but if you could maybe think is there anybody that has been really inspirational to you? And if so, why? Oh, gosh. I suppose it kind of, like, there's loads of people along the way. I suppose my granny was a pretty amazing woman. So she was, she really was amazing. And, like, right up until the very end, she just kept going and was, like always was pushing for the best but not just for herself she didn't want the best for herself she always wanted the best for other people so I think that was drilled into us for a very young age and I've got an amazing family um but in school um I lost my best friend when I was 14 and mm. I had and it, it was meningitis and it was pretty terrible and I think it kind of changed me a lot but I had the most amazing teacher um and I don't know what way I would have went if I hadn't have had her in my life. And then there's just like even Cara, do you know, Cara has unfluffed me a bit. Okay. <laughs> I say this Love that term. Yeah, she's awful. <laughs> like she has really inspired me to be a much stronger person. I tend to always stay in the background. So like doing something like this is big for me. But like she's been she's been amazing. Um for me in terms of growth as a person I always would have stayed in the background I would never in a million years have thought that we would have an organisation like you have that was just not on the agenda there's always been a passion for me to support other people and make sure they were supported well and that, that it's real it's not we you have is not about it's not numbers and money like it's really not it's about getting the services out there um so Cara has her own story to tell, so she's a pretty inspirational woman. Wow. But she has really helped me as a person. Love that. Yeah. So you've lots of different people that you've been pulling right through your whole life. Isn't that lovely? Yeah, it is. It's great. And I have an amazing family. Like I really have to say, my family are very, very cool, very amazing and so supportive. And my partner, like I couldn't have gone back and studied if it wasn't for him. You need that. Yeah, you do. Don't you? You need those promoters and advocates and supporters. Um, absolutely, it's so so important to be able to fulfil your passion. Yeah, yeah. Which no. which obviously you're doing and living and breathing every single day, which is just wonderful. And I suppose you know if you reflected back on your own journey, Pamela, um, and it sounds like you've had many highlights, but has there been a standout highlight? Probably the People's Project, because I suppose my passion has always been working with children and young people. Um, and those with ASD because that's you know just within our family and there's just kind of no opportunities or no proper understanding um, and it was always about changing these young people 
So they needed to change to fit us. And I was always about, actually, no, this has to be the other way. We need to be more aware, you know, um, and it's about them embracing their differences instead of being ashamed of them, um, just actually living them and being their true selves. Um, so the People's Project, we had done a really small six-month project working that way, and the feedback was there to say that actually if you embrace their differences then they thrive you know um and they just become part of us rather than this other you know like little group of people that oh my goodness you know you can't go take them to a shopping center you can't do this you can't do that they become part of our lives and and we grow with them rather than challenge them to be something that they're not so when we won the people's project and we knew that we had additional funding to work that way like that is probably like it was just, yeah, there was tears and there was <laughs> celebration. Happy tears. Happy tears. <laughs> it was just like, actually, we're doing something that works, you know, yeah. um, because I'd worked with so many adults with autism and they didn't know who they were anymore. Okay. You know, because they had been told they had to behave and be a certain way. Um, so it was just brilliant that we had trialed this model of working and that it worked and we're still doing it. Fabulous. And Making a difference, Pamela. Yeah, and it's so Making cool. It's so cool. Like, I drove to McDonald's last night with my niece, who wanted a McFlurry at 10 o'clock at night. And one of the guys that we had worked with was working in McDonald's on the drive-thru. And he's studying. And never in a million years would he have ever thought that he could have had a headset on his head and listened to somebody take an order and also listen to other people. And there he was, you know... Like probably getting his pocket money to go and spend and replay, which is our local gaming, um, well board games, very cool board games, um. But there he was doing it, and that's just like, just makes you smile. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. You're beaming. It's just <laughs> lovely. And if you were to go back, um, in time, is there anything you would change? No, because I wouldn't be here now. <laughs> Good answer. Good no. answer. Oh gosh, I've made enough mistakes, but I think you know you have to because at the end of the day, I'm a I'm a counselor. So if we hadn't made mistakes, you know, who would we be to sit in that chair, you know, and help people? Like, yeah. So I've made plenty of them. I know. I think we all, you know, but it's, it, that's where you learn and you yeah. grow and you develop, and you know, I don't think like the road isn't smooth for any for any of us. No. So, um, yeah, the greatest growth can can come through. Um, some of those challenges, um, Pamela, but I love that. Um, and for the listeners, I suppose, what's the best piece of advice that you could give them in terms of self-wellness management? Um, I think the best piece of advice I could give is don't underestimate small things. You know, if you can get up in the morning, if you can get out of bed, if you can get showered, if you can get dressed. It's the small things, the bigger things will come whenever you get more comfortable doing the small things. I think some of us set ourselves these big, massive challenges and it doesn't go the way we want and then we're back in a bad place. So it's like just celebrate the small things. Um, whatever that is, everybody's small things different. Yeah. you know. But I think if you can celebrate the small things, then you're really going to get the chance and opportunity to celebrate the big things. Great advice, Pamela. And it is, it's those momentary pieces just that that add up to become the bigger things, you know, and it's the small steps that we take. Um, Brilliant advice, love that, really do. 
Um, and in terms, you know, of the Work Well, Live Well programme, um, if we had, say, some listeners who are part of organisations who are potentially considering um, looking into it or signing up to the programme, what would you say to them? Do it. <laughs> no, definitely do it. I know sometimes whenever you're running an organisation, it seems like another thing to do. But, you know, it's for your staff and they are the organisation. And, I mean, I just know that we are never going to come away from the things we have in place now. And I know not everybody can bring pets into work. And I know not everybody has a kitchen where they can cook in, but it's so easy to do things. Like, it's so easy to say, do you know what, on a Friday afternoon, on the lunch break, why don't we all go for a walk? You know, or people bring your lunch in, we're going out for a walk and we'll sit somewhere. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you're in an industrial state. It's actually just nice to get out there and be with your team. Um, So just do it. I mean, we really, really, like, we are reaping the rewards because our staff are happy. And our staff then go into the rooms with their clients and they're happy, you know, um, and that makes such a difference. And I really do think that this project just happened for us at the right time when we were growing. So it's ingrained in us now. It's just what we are and what we do. And I don't think we would have thought of all those things if we hadn't been on the programme. Yeah, so it's it's an ongoing... It's an ongoing... It's an ongoing um, action plan that's created, yeah. And loads of opportunities and you get loads of information of other things going on and our staff, there's there's a good lot of them have gone through the mental health first aid now. Oh, okay. Um, which is really, really good. And there's opportunities for health checks and everything as well. So we share the newsletter with the staff. So we don't say, right, everybody, you must do a health check because I know if somebody come in to weigh me and take my blood pressure, I might run a mile. <laughs> but Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they get the opportunity. So if, if anybody, if one person says, I want to do this, we'll do it. Okay. And in, in terms of the newsletter, this is sent to you via Northern Ireland Chest Heart and Stroke yeah. and the Work Well, Live Well programme. So yeah. there's a newsletter that's sent out with all of this information and initiatives and ideas and thoughts and all of that. Yeah, there's loads of stuff. So the one that we got this week was there's men's health checks. So okay. I think they're happening. I seen it was in Carrie Duff. In the leisure centre. Okay. So that means that any of our staff can access that. Okay. Fabulous. Like a walk-in service, really. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. And I'm sure there's lots of people and organisations out there who are unaware that this programme is available. And it's a free programme, you know. It's funded by the the Public Health Agency, which is just phenomenal, isn't it? It is brilliant. I mean, we couldn't put a price on the value it's been to our service. Wow. Do you know, if you look at it that way, it is amazing. Invaluable. Yeah, it is. And when do you get a programme that is for your workforce? Yeah, that you can tap into. Yeah, all the programmes that normally come out are for clients coming through doors. It's not actually for the workforce, for the people that are supporting or servicing or working on. So it's really brilliant. Excellent. Love it. Pamela, you've achieved so much. 20 years within the mental health sector making a real difference award was award winning organization going from strength to strength the the relaunch of your online um website it's just it's just phenomenal so what's next Pamela ah, so what's next is we actually have got a new building um in Newtonards and the idea is that we are going to train people okay tell it, us about that um, so there might we might be doing some groups on like mental health awareness and strategies, um, so more for community, but we're also going to train therapists as well in different ways of working. So we would not just do 
talking therapy, we do more creative therapy, sound therapy, art therapy, play therapy. So the hope is that we're going to bring some of that training here because a lot of that training for us is just online. Okay. Or you have to travel, um, which isn't suitable for everybody. So we're hoping to bring that training to Northern Ireland so that people can feel of good quality training services and qualifications at the end of it. Really? Accreditation? Yeah. Excellent. And would people have to come to your new building or are you able to go out? Well, some of it will be able to go out, but um, the hope is that they'll come to new building because it's kind of been made to be really cool and really unique and, yeah. Fit for purpose? Fit for purpose. But also the bottom half of the building is going to be... Um, basically a place where people can come to seek support so it's going to be a center for the website the find template and i website so people can come if they're looking for support and maybe they're just not good online or they don't want to pick up the phone that they can actually call in excellent like a drop-in service yeah as well and somebody a real person yeah there to meet you pamela i know <laughs> i know and it's so lovely to do it in real we do get people calling into you hub um in bangor sometimes and it's great and we love it but because we're all working, we've got other clients coming in, they, we maybe don't have the time to give them because there's not one person there. Um, so it'll be good to have a place where people can come. Excellent. And for listeners, as we, we sort of conclude on our conversation, which I could talk to you for hours, Pamela, um, for, for all listeners, um, we're recording this in, in Mental Health Awareness Week. Obviously, it won't go out um, for, for a few weeks. But how can listeners contact you and avail of the fantastic services that you offer? Um, well, UHub, um, our website is w.uhub.org.uk and you can self-refer in. Um, if you can't reach us in any of our spaces, we do online or over the phone. And for Find Help NI, um, if you go onto the website, um, there's so much resources there. So it's not just us. Find Help NI is not about us and what we want, and it's not about promoting New Hub. It's about promoting every community service in Northern Ireland, um, no matter how big or small they are. So it's for you to go on, put your location in, see what's around you, and go into each of their pages and find out who the people are and what they're doing, because it's so interesting. Like, there's services we didn't even know about. Um, and find the right support for you you know it's it is in there or if you need to support somebody else like you can go in and it takes you through like multiple choice you know so you can find out what sort of support you're looking for and then it kind of signposts you within the website to the right area so you can learn to support somebody else and there's loads of self-help resources as well which is really cool excellent so find help ni yeah find help ni.com brilliant brilliant pamela it's been an absolute pleasure you're making a real difference on the ground. Um, it's just fantastic to hear your story. You're very, very inspiring, yourself and Cara, and indeed your team. Thank you so much for being part of the Be Inspired to Be podcast, and we wish you every success for the future. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Be Inspired to Be Inspiring Stories podcast, brought to you in partnership with Northern Ireland Chest, Heart and Stroke as part of their Work Well, Live Well campaign, which is funded through the Public Health Agency. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to our guest. Please subscribe to the Be Inspired to Be podcast to be notified of future episodes. And indeed, feel free to visit my website at www.beinspiredtobe.com.